everybody, we are back. It is taped on live. Favorite Raiders podcast, favorite Raiders channel, favorite Raiders everything. We are back. You guys already know what to do. Hit the subscribe button. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit the like button if you like it. Hit the dislike button if you don't like it. Leave a comment if you like it. Leave a comment if you don't like it. Also, follow us on Twitter at the Mark Chart NFL for me and at BD Williams 18 for BD. Uh, no, Matt Holder uh, this week. Uh, you know, has some PFF stuff he had to do probably. Uh, but, you know what I'm saying? It's us two, you know, the normal guys on the show. So check us out for this instant reaction. Chargers go down 27 to 20 to the Raiders. Raiders were in the third in a row. They're back in the playoff picture. They're in their hunt on the, you know, playoff picture comes up on the, on a, on a. Okay. It's going to say in the hunt, the Raiders five and seven. So, um, you know. Right. And probably, you know, they beat the Chargers, so there's going to be a lot of bandwagon this week. Uh, I'm really not going to be happy about this week too much because I'm going to be like, the, the Raiders could win out. They could win the rest of the games. And this is setting up for them to lose the Rams on Thursday. So I don't. I just want them to to handle business, you know, and uh, let's see how this goes forward. But initial thoughts of the game, BD? You know, um, it was it's, it's an interesting game. They keep on putting themselves in a hole. They keep on, some putting you know, shooting themselves in the foot with turnovers early on two games in a row now, and then they still are able to, you know, overcome that um, and, 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 you know, secure that victory offense after those rough starts in these last two games ended up, you know, looking pretty darn good uh, down the stretch. And for me, and I know we're going to talk about this later on, when this, when this offense is going to look good when Boston Moreau catches that big one down the sideline, Mac Collins catches, you know, like that third and long conversion across the middle. Like when those guys start making plays, like they don't need to have a, an incredible game. They don't need to have a hundred yards, but like they start making some key third down completions, maybe, you know, a chunk gain, an explosive game. That's when this offense is, I think is going to be an extremely, extremely tough one to, to uh, stop going forward, but it can't just be the Devonte Adams, Josh Jacobs, one, two punch, you know, other, other guys are going to have to do some things at some time uh, at some point. Uh, and we saw a little bit of, of that in this game, but in my opinion, not enough to be sustainable. So that's just my, you know, first, you know, uh, point on offense. Um, and then on defense, pass rush again. My goodness, pass rush went nuts. Five sacks in this one. Mm-hmm. And Crosby didn't even register, technically register a sack. I mean, yeah. he had tons of pressure, All the every single defensive line. I remember one, uh, there was one clip where they kept on rewinding it and every single defensive lineman hit Justin Herbert, all four of the, all four guys, you know, so the pass rush was really winning. I'll be interesting to see what they were doing on the back end. I saw a little bit more contested catches on the back end, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so maybe, you know, they're doing some things different in the secondary. Uh, maybe, maybe it's not as shaky as it was in the past, because I, I feel like if it was, if guys were just running free, I feel like Justin Herbert would have been hitting those guys and not missing yeah. like the last couple of weeks. So uh, I, f- I feel like great team win on both sides. Um, so, yeah, so th- those are my initial thoughts. Yeah, I, I thought um, offensively, I thought they kind of looked how they looked the past few weeks. Um, they looked pretty sound. They looked like the – you know, Derek Carr's playing more within the offense and taking chances when he needs to. That they just started off really slow. Uh, you know, there's a um, 
you know, they had the the Monroe drop, not really a drop, but, you know, he couldn't hand, hold on to that ball, and they had the pick six, and then Jacobs fumbled. So it was a lot of that earlier on, and more than um, feel like they were were stopping themselves more than anything else. I feel like they, they kind of got to that point. And, and, you know, and they found a way to get Adams involved, which, you know, I, I thought they were going to have, um, you know, a good chance to do that again because the Chargers just play so much man. Um, and you know, it's variations of man that they like to play. But, I mean, at the end of the day, they're playing a lot of man-to-man. And, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a rough day for Asante Samuel or Michael Davis or any of those guys when they're carding to Devontae Adams. And that's why he went for eight for 177. So it's not going to be a good day for those guys. And yes. um, I, I think him, him and Carr's connection is just is, is pretty legit right now. And you can kind of tell that they're they're really gelling. And, um, yeah. yeah. But, you know, Josh Jacobs did his thing again. So, I mean, he's, he's continuing to roll. He looks like he's on pace for 800 yards. So, yeah, man. It looks like right. He's, he's on pace. He's on pace for a ton of yards this year. Obviously, Adams top, in top five, I think, top four, top five of receivers. I mean, he might. In, yard, in yards as well. He's up there. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, right uh, after this game, especially 177. Um, so, both these guys, again, huge. And it's great that the Raiders have them. Look at the record. It's like okay, so what's what's the problem here? They got two extremely productive players on offense. Yeah. What's the problem here? It's like after that, who else is is truly making plays consistently, you know, um, on on the team? And, and I think that that has been one of the reasons why Raiders struggled early on. Obviously, there were some issues on defense as well. Um, so that, that you know, that's just to me, it's great. It's awesome that it's Jacobs and, and Adams, and they're playing, you know, lights out. But I would, you know, I would much rather at this point have like Seth Roberts, 2016 Seth Roberts than Mac Hollins. You feel me? Like, yeah, and like, I, I need a little bit more playmaking from these guys. Well, I mean, I mean, um, I will say Renfro and Waller should be back pretty soon here. I mean, I don't even know if it might be this week. I don't know okay. this week because of Thursday. But I think the following week, I mean, if they end up winning this game on Thursday, I mean, they, they'll get Waller back for. Patriots game, in my opinion, they get 10 days of rest. They'll get Renfro and Waller back. Um, and we'll see how this goes from there. Because, I mean, I, I every time I watch Russell Rowe run around, I'm like, man, Darren Waller run that better. So that's that's kind of how um, I feel about that. And I feel like that, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll get some top, some better play, some better chances for Derek Carr to spread the ball around. Not even spread the ball around, but just throw the blood of better players, get some other guys' targets that need to get targets. Um and, you know, you're seeing opportunities for Darren Waller to, to get the ball. So, I mean, with the routes for Foster Rose running. So, I mean, yeah. I expect that to, to, to yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get better, and especially with Carr and Adams. They're already on the same page. but They're, they're on the same page. I, want, I wanted to bring up that that's part of this conversation here because early on in the in this season, Carr and Ad, like Carr was definitely forcing the ball to Adams, and there were some exchanges that were like questioning, like what's going on, what, like what, between these guys, right? And it looked a little funny in the beginning of the year. Last like four, five games, it's looked beautiful, right? Like mm-hmm. they have an incredible connection right now. But I also feel like it's helpful that Renfro and Waller were out of the lineup, so that like yeah. Carr could. Like finally, it's not like oh, I'm forcing the ball when I have these other guys. Like there's no one else, so it's cool. Like we can yeah. do it like this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. We can do it like this. So he's built that connection. Now you put Waller. Now you put Run for a back end, and uh, you know it's a little bit more natural between Adams and Carr. 
So I, I, I'm, I'm encouraged. I, I, I'd be hopeful to see like what happens there. Let's go. Let's go to that. Um, it was, it was a red zone. It was a red zone play. Yeah. And, um, and instead of it, it was, it was later on in the game. Instead of throwing to Hollins, the, the announcers they they brought it up. The commentators brought it up. Instead of throwing to Matt Collins across the middle of the field, they, he threw it to Adams. Adam was covered. Yada yada yada. Whatever. Yes, sir. In that look, I mean, I don't, I don't remember the formation at all. But do you think that that would be Waller if Waller's healthy? Waller coming across the other side? Uh, probably. It, it'd be hard to say. I mean, they they, they run a lot of. Waller doing a lot of X stuff when he's in there, right? They like exactly. That. That's the X. That's the X, right? Yeah, yeah. So they, they like to. I mean, not all the time. I mean, they like to uh, do, use him in the slot a little bit more. I mean, you're probably going to use him out of East Foster Monroe. I mean, that's how I would say they will use Darren Waller when he comes back. But I mean, on those type of concepts, you never know because you know one thing they'd like to do when Darren Waller was out there is they'd run twenty two personnel instead of twenty one because when you have twenty two. That yeah, makes Dan Waller the X instead of Matt Collins. Right. So that was something that they they did more often. So some you know they might go to something like that, but yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, on those type of plays. But yeah, I mean Devontae Adams is open on that play, so I, I, I know I know people want to be like, oh, Matt Collins is open. Like, I mean, but Devontae Adams is open too. So yeah, I mean, right, right. You so, know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Uh, it's about the offensive line too. Uh, offensive line uh, definitely playing a lot better, um, for sure. Uh, I think that, you know, especially in pass pro, I think they're playing a lot better. Um, I know that, you know, there's just probably some leaks and stuff that I'll find on tape that I probably won't be too happy about. You know, I, don't know. I know the, the broadcast, the quarterback gets rid of the ball, he has time. And if he's getting sacked, he's under pressure. I mean, it's kind of how, how they do in the broadcast. So, yeah, it's uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I never know how the offensive line is playing, you know, because um, the Jags game, I was an absolute shock. I didn't even know the offensive line was playing that bad. Um, until <laughs> I went to the film. So, um, cause you know, the broadcast didn't paint it that way. So, you know, the broadcast is painting it as a, they're playing great. You know, I want to check it out see see what's actually happening there and see if, you know, it's, if it's car, if it's whatever, but you know, f- from the broadcast, they look awesome. They look really good. Um, what, it wasn't- what about the run game early on? What were you seeing there? Was it, was it about normal? It seemed like there were well, some well, situations, well, situations there where they struggled. That, that's what, that's what I mean. I mean, like early on in the run game, it wasn't that good. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I feel like that's why they stall early because they want to come and run the ball. I saw something like Jacobs for his first five carries averaged like three point eight yards per carry or something like that. Show that show that on during the broadcast. So that, okay. that was uh, interesting. Um, so I mean, that's what I'm saying. The offensive line, I mean, they're they're playing a lot better. Um, you know, I want to give them credit where credit's due, but you know, I'm, I don't want to you know act like you know they're top seven like PFF says. But of course, they're 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 doing their job. They're getting they look closer to that. Let's say that little closer to to what they should be but you know they got Aaron Donald coming this week um so I hope they 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 they're, they're they're ready for that because the, the real thing which you know I feel like I'm trying to bash this off his line but you know these the last couple weeks these pass rush teams haven't been that great we even mentioned that in the previews we even previewed the Seahawks but we did preview the Broncos and we previewed the 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 Chargers and they didn't have, these teams didn't have that much of pass rush, so was, I'm happy that they didn't make these teams look like that pass rush. So I'm happy right. that we kept the expectation. Okay, the Chargers I, I didn't get any. Yeah, the Chargers didn't get any pressure against the Cardinals. And the Cardinals' offensive line is a little bit better than a little bit better than the Raiders, tiny bit. So you figure if they were a pressure getting team, they would get some against the Cardinals, but they didn't. So 
I was hoping the Raiders would come here and handle business against this pass rush, and they did. So props to them. Um, Seemed like they did. Yeah. yeah, Solid. they definitely had like way worse performances earlier on, like visibly. Oh, that was worse than the Jags game. Yeah. It was only after the Jags game is only up. So, yeah, <laughs> everything better the Jags game is awesome in my opinion. So as long as I gotta watch that slop anymore, you know, no, nobody's on the floor as much. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we had like a couple guys on the floor last game. It was like five the previous game. Hopefully, there's zero. You know. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, any uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Let's uh let's transition here. Anything you want to bring up about Josh Jacobs? Um, I don't know if you already uh mentioned uh you know major points about his game. No, I really made my point by Josh Jacobs, but Josh Jacobs is just consistent. He breaking tackles, man. I half those runs. That's what I was talking about. Like, I don't even know how good the offensive line actually played because that's where half his runs he was getting tackled for one yard and he would drag him for five. So you know what I'm saying? Like, he was balling today. I thought he had one of his best games, in my opinion, because I don't think that was as much there as it seemed. Um, I thought he was creating a lot of it, just running really hard, uh, especially with these injured. He has an injured calf. You know, it's going to be hard for him to bounce back um, by Thursday. It's going to be interesting to see how he does that. Um, I, you know, I don't even want to hear him being iced or something like somebody saying that. We can just run with Zemir White. Like, I don't no, 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 no. Just, let's not do that. I mean, especially if they're trying to make the playoffs. He's got to, you know, he's got to have to – Take that cortisone shot, and uh, you know what I'm saying, and and uh, <laughs> which he is gonna do, but he he ran so hard today, man. That's what I was saying. Like, you know, we want to praise the offensive line, but I, I think like a lot of it, some of those runs, man, like the second and six run that was helping drain the clock a little bit at the end of the game. Yeah, that was right. him. I mean, he bounced that, and he made that guy miss, and got that first down. So, right. uh, you know, he's he's just been incredible all year. It's really nothing. You know, yeah. if, it was, if, it was, if it was the 80s, you'd talk about MVP type of stuff, but it's not the 80s. We don't care about he's, yeah. he's playing. He's playing lights out. Um, probably, if you if you really went through it right now, uh, especially like last like half of the games that have been played so far this year, probably not going to find a better back in the NFL this year. That's you know, and if you do, wow, I but I doubt it. Yeah. So uh, I mean, yeah, that's that's about all I can say about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's transition over to defense, defensive side of the ball. All right. Um, and the first thing I want to bring up is the um, the run defense early on, in my opinion. You know, this this is a team that when you watch them on film, they're running the ball. They're getting like two, three yards every time they're running the ball. This game, they're getting like six, seven yards on first down early on, early on in the game. And I think that that's, you know, uh, what allowed – when they ha- did have success, when the Chargers did have success on offense, they were putting together these drives where they're having like two or three of these runs where they're like six or seven yards. And that's not usually how they get things done, right? Uh, so that was a little discouraging. And then, you know, I think it was like sometime in the late in this first uh, quarter, se- uh, early second quarter, I was like, oh, Billings isn't out there. He mu- he's hurt, Right. Because yeah. uh, I, I didn't check the injury report before the game. So that's when I started understanding, okay, this is probably most likely why this is happening uh, on defense here. But to to the defensive line's credit, eventually at some point, I mean, I got to go back through and check the film. But I do remember some good amount of run stuffs in the end of the game. So they did something. They made some kind of adjustment. I'm excited to go through uh, the All-22, you know, look at that end zone angle and see what adjustments they made to stop the run there. But it, it, it was it was looking a little shaky. I was getting a little worried in the first half uh, watching that run defense. 
Yeah, I mean, especially, you know, with Austin Eckler out there, I mean, they're, they're not, they don't want to run the ball anyway. So, I mean, if you start giving up some chunk runs, you know, they, they are going to try to, you know, appease that. I mean, they haven't done that all year. Um, but it's something that, you know, the Chargers like to do. They like to, you know, they don't they don't like to run the ball. I mean, they're not like a run first team. So, if, if they're giving up chunk runs, it just helps their offense so much. So, because that's what they want. They want a chunk run and then pass eight times. And chunk run, pass eight times. So, um Right, that's right. the goal. But you know they, they got to figure something out over there because they can't pass fifty times with that offensive line. I don't know what they're doing, but hey, I don't care. Don't care. They're teeing off. They're teeing off. All right, so that that brings us to our, the next one. Chandler Jones had a big day. Uh, this this was pretty much an easy one. I'm not going to take a victory lap for this. It's a rookie left tackle. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Say 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 no more. He's getting beat like a drum three four games in a row now. However long he's been in there, of course he's gonna get beat beat like a drum when Chandler Jones comes to town. I mean, at that point, like what is Chandler Jones doing? So he was credited in the box score. I'm looking at three sacks. I think it's probably gonna be officially like two and a half. I'd have to guess mm-hmm. uh, sacks sacks for him on the day. But uh, but we'll see what what the official score uh, you know stat tally comes out to be. Also, two tackles for a loss. He had a pass deflection. He was going nuts out there. Had a great game. Great to see another defensive lineman have a dominant day, and yeah. not and not just be the you know Max Crosby show. Not saying Max Crosby wasn't dominant. He definitely was making a lot of plays. But we also saw Chandler Jones do that too, um, consistently throughout the game. So Chandler Jones, shout out to him. I know I see some people in the chat talking about Jerry Tillery. I saw some good rushes from Jerry Tillery early early in the game. Bilal Nichols had some good rushes later on in the game. So, yeah, obviously it's a full effort. Neil Farrell was – I saw, I saw Neil Farrell doing some stuff. I think Matthew, yeah. Matthew Butler is credited for half a sack. I didn't see that one, but I got I to go through. I got to okay, go through okay. again. Yeah, uh, I thought – I mean, Chandler Jones played pretty well the last three weeks, man. I thought he's made a big difference. He just, he just finished today. He didn't finish last game, but he got a lot of pressures against Seahawks. Um, you know, and, you know, it's, now it's just – those things add up, and hopefully he gets hot. He's got some. He got another weak left tackle coming up, Mister. I think it was, I don't know who the guy is, um, but it's not Whitworth, so he's got to worry about that uh, next week. So I mean, it's another bad offensive line coming up, man. If these guys keep playing how they're playing, I mean, because the the thing for me is the Seahawks offensive line is good. <laughs> this is a good offensive line, and they dominated them. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, you know, what is happening here? You know, what I mean, and they came out and. You know, early in the game, Herbert couldn't get a pass off. You know, I mean, he, he barely could half the game. You know what I'm saying? He didn't really play well at all. It was, I mean, he, uh, ESPN gave him a QBR 15 uh, for the game. So the Raiders shut him down. I mean, yeah. Just really, I, mean, I mean, if you're not familiar with QBR, ESPN total QBR, do a bunch of numbers that I can't understand, and they come up with the win percentage for the quarterback. And so Justin Herbert gave him a 15% chance to win today, uh, basically. And uh, right. so we shut his shut him down, and that was the pass rush man. But I think I think last week was the big awakening for me because, like I said, if you were pro- well, you watched Gino this week. I bet he was back to making sandwiches. And he, all, he almost threw through right. four So <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 a it's a big deal watching these guys get. Uh, you know, this is what we expected. We were expecting the secondary to be that good. We're just like, oh, hey, we get the pass rush though. You won't get the pass off, and that's what's happening. I mean, and now the and now the secondary can look good. Like I was talking about more contested passes this game, and you know they're not getting roasted as much, even though maybe they are having some blowns. It's just the off the offense can't take advantage of it. Why defensive line doing a great job? So it makes everyone look a lot better. 
uh, when those guys are playing like that. And again, there was multiple plays where it was like three or even all four were getting pressure on the quarterback. So uh, incredible job by those guys. There's another guy I want to bring up, though. Yeah. And this this one is a little I, – I did not expect it. They wouldn't have expected it. Mm. And I got to give Patrick Graham a lot of credit here for getting Isaiah Paul pull him out in the game. In dime, in their dollar package, in their dime package, they're putting Isaiah Pullum out in the game, but not to defend tight ends, not to cover. They're just putting him in a gap and having him blitz. Blitz. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. Like, especially, it, it, and, and it clicked for me because I saw them line up and run the same exact blitz that the Cardinals got a sack on Herbert with. Mm-hmm. And it was Isaiah Simmons lined up in that gap. Yeah. Right. And Isaiah Simmons, he blitzed and okay, whatever. He got the sack and pull Mal. I don't remember if that was one that he got a sack on. Cause he got a few pressures. He got like three or four pressure. He was hitting Herbert the entire game. Yeah. yeah. And I know he got one sack officially. I don't know if this is the one, but I, I saw him get a free run of the quarterback in this same exact look right where Isaiah Simmons was. And it kind of like, clicked for me for a little bit i was like oh yeah like just a sub rusher third and longs put this guy in as a blitzer like you know movable but yeah i four or five snaps a game like that in third and long situations not mad at it at all and you're putting a guy out there and getting the best out of his skill set so Isaiah yeah. pull him out kind of almost had like a breakout game almost we'll see <laughs> if you can keep on building on that but wow, fantastic, incredible! Just off the broadcast, I mean, I can't wait to see the all twenty-two. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Uh, just want to say, uh, Mountain Point stand out. That's my high school. He went to my high school, uh, so there you go, there you go. Okay, so connections to TDL. There we go. Love it, love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He actually played with the. Well, I don't even know what, what I guess it's my nephew. I guess I can say that. Yeah, he played with him. So, but you know, what I'm saying, yeah, it was it was, it was uh, cool seeing him out there making some plays. Um, because I mean, he, you're you're right. Because I don't feel like I even saw him do anything else besides blitz. It was mostly blitzing. It was mostly blitzing, and he spectacular job. They it, they were drawn up perfectly. He executed his his role in that. And when you put a guy in, and it's like, hey, your job is to blitz. You're condensing the game, right? It's like, okay, I just have to master my blitz packages and like know where I need to go and what adjustments I need to make. I don't have to worry about going and covering down over the tight end and what leverage I'm going to be in and what adjustments we're going to have out there. You condense the game plan. You let Isaiah pull him out, a young player, get, do it, you know, do something that he's good at and not to worry about much else early on in his, you know, his young career. That's the best way to use a rookie, in my opinion, especially like guys, you know, he's like late undrafted, whatever. That's fine. Um, but that's how you get, that's how you get his feet wet in the NFL early on and, and it paid dividends. So it was fantastic use of him. Yeah, his make you, yeah, make you feel like you can play in the NFL, man. Right, exactly. Yeah, huge confidence boost, huge confidence boost for sure. Uh what does it say? So um you mentioned uh, uh, I think it was Denver that Deron Harmon took over the green dot. So I before we get out of here, what, what do you think of that impact on defense? Because I mean I, besides the Seahawks game, because the Seahawks are just you know, whatever geno smith right well i 20 points and 16 points yeah i so i didn't pay attention to that this game what i did notice is that jayon brown is out there in a lot of groupings mm-hmm. so i wouldn't even be surprised if jayon brown had the green dot for this game no, I, I watched it i watched it, Her, it, 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 it is it is Harmon. it is Harmon. okay great 
So, yeah, I think, uh, again, since that change has been made, this defense has played a lot better, a lot faster, especially the pass rush. I think, you know, we could assume that it has something to do with Harmon just being, you know, that older veteran getting everyone in there lined up and, you know, and that's helping them, you know, make these plays that, that they're making. But I don't know how much of an impact that Deron Harmon calling those plays in the back end of the defense primarily, but also calling in, in the huddle. I don't know how much of an impact that's going to have on the defensive line, but certainly since he's taken that over, the defense has played a lot better. So, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I just want to end the show saying we are 6-0 and since Rich Gannon has called out Derek Carr over the past two seasons. We're 6-0 and now. Um, in the regular so, season, six and all. We're six and all regular season. We don't know if, if the Bears make the playoffs. We don't know how this is going to go, but uh, we haven't lost a game since Rich Gann has called out Derek Carr. Um, we're three and zero this year. We're three and zero last year. I don't know if we keep the streak going. Uh, we might have to. We have to thank Rich. I think Rich might have to do this week two. I need Rich to do this week two next year. Well, I mean, look, we got like five more minutes here. Before we get out of here, I mean, let's just look at the schedule, the upcoming schedule. I, I don't even want to look at it, man. It's easy. I don't want to look at it. You don't you, you don't want to get ahead of yourself. Is that what you're I saying? I don't want to look at it. It's too easy. Okay, so <laughs> if, if that's if that's the case, if that's the case. Too, too easy, bro. I don't want to look right? at it. Because also I was looking at the I was looking at the schedule. I was like, oh, last game of the season is Niners and his Chiefs, but Jimmy G just broke his foot. He's done for. Yeah, yeah. Right, the, so the even that one got easier. Patriots is tricky. Game. Patriots is definitely a huge. Josh McDaniels beat Bill Belichick. His first time playing him a couple years ago, like in 08 when they 09 or whatever 09 whenever he became the German Broncos head coach, and I'm sure as hell Bill Belichick has not forgot that. So I know that game is circled for Bill too. So I am not taking that game lightly. I don't care. I don't care who the quarterback. I don't Bill Belichick is over there. Yeah. Who, who, knows, who knows Josh Daniels and what he likes to do more than Bill Belichick? I'm not. Yes. I don't like that game. I don't like that game. True. I don't. <laughs> I, the, the Raiders defense is going to have to show up that game because, man, they're going to be prepared for this. They are going to be ready. Interesting. Yeah, uh, I saw that one. That was one that, that caught my eye on the schedule for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. I'm still going to look at it, even though I know you don't want me to. I'm I, still going to do it. Is this a reason? We can beat the Like, I don't know about beat. I don't know about the Patriots, man. The Patriots is they're such a game plan team. They could just come up with some awesome game plan to stop us. Yes. <laughs> you know? It's a possibility. It's a possibility. Um, all right. You know what? I'll just, I'll just, I'll just listen to your advice. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. You know, Rams though. Rams the rest of the. Uh, <sighs> I was saying they NFC should win this Rams East. game, right. right? Should win the Rams game. We don't know who their quarterback is going to be, but that's like the last uh, game of the season there. Uh, second to last game of the season there, right? Uh, do they have. Do they have another NFC team. I don't think so. I, they got the so Rams, Patriots, um, Browns. I think they still have the Browns too. Oh yeah, the Browns. That's right. That's right. Okay, so the Browns. That's an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Un- unfortunately, yeah, that's so, an interesting one. Yeah, 
So we'll see. Steelers. Steelers. That's an automatic win. Got to be, right? It's in. It's in Pittsburgh. But come on. <laughs> I is it? Is it automatic? I don't, is what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. We'll see. We'll Saturday see night. Saturday night in Pittsburgh. Like, that should, that should definitely be a win. Um, yeah, I don't see Browns. I don't see Browns. Really? I think they play the Browns this year. Don't play Browns this year? Yeah, me too. I thought they did. It's, it's Ram, Patriots, Steelers, 49ers, Chiefs. To, to end it up. No, no Browns, but um I swear the Browns. Um, okay. So four more to wrap it up. Or five more to wrap it up here. And but it's three extremely winnable. Mm-hmm. Quarterback questions, Rams, Steelers, 49ers. Yeah. Patriots is a should be winnable. And then, so that's like four straight, potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Why do this? Why do this to us? Because if they do, if they win four straight and then they lose that last one against the Chiefs and then miss the playoffs, it was all for nothing. Because that's, that's probably the hope is the Chiefs probably already have it locked up. I mean, even though they lost today. Right. That was a big, that was a, a big loss for the Chiefs are going to lock it up last last week. It's, I don't know if that's going to be true, um, but hopefully the. I mean, I think the Jets are going to fall off a little bit. I think they they got the tiebreaker against the Chargers too, um, and the Chargers are kind of just you know, who knows what's wrong with them, and uh, yeah, man. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. The Rays are three and two in the AFC West, though. It's interesting. Nobody's expecting that. Huh? Interesting. Very interesting. Got got another one. Okay, one one, one more. So just say this whole season is three blown seventeen point leads. If it's three blown seventeen point leads, man, we'd be super relaxed right now. We wouldn't even. Yeah. Got it was weird. It was weird. I don't. They got a. Was there any film documentary crews in in the building during that during those? Like what was going on? Uh the Cardinals game is so all bad the right collapses. Now. Yeah, I, Cardinals game. I, I was, I was pretty. Uh, that was pretty broken up about. That was the worst collapse. Today. But uh, um, all yeah. right. So, but we'll see how they end up finishing the season. We got three hundred sixty-four people in here, right at the thirty-minute mark here. Um, so we'll see how they end up finishing the season. We're talking about early season, you know, early collapses in season, but. Now some strong victories last three games, easy stretch of the schedule coming up here. We'll see what happens with the Raiders, um, but I mean, I guess after a couple more wins, we could we could definitely still we could definitely talk seriously about playoffs after a couple you, more wins. So. I said seven and seven. We'll 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 stop. We we'll start talking about this. They get to seven and seven. I'll entertain it. All right, so, so there we go. You heard you heard first. Here first. We got a short week this week. Uh, can you just tell the viewers what what they should expect from us this week? Yeah, so we got a short week this week. So I mean, you're probably not gonna get like a, a, some of the other stuff, but we're gonna do the uh, review and preview together. So uh, that should be dropping at least by Wednesday or Tuesday. So uh, be on the lookout for that. But we're gonna do the review and preview together. It's a short week, and then we'll probably mix in a lot of the other reviews of both this week and next week together, since it's uh, Thursday night football. You know, there's John Walford. Uh, I guess uh, someone in the comments is saying Aaron Donald went to IR, won't, won't play. So down really? Stafford, down, down Donald, oh, apparently. 
<laughs> so it's a trap game, man. This is a trap game. On Thursday, too? Game? I don't think so. I think this team takes care of business. They take uh, care of business. I know. So just, let's not look over and look at that Patriots game next week. I will be, you know, let's, let's stay focused here, Josh. Right. I know right. that. I know you want to be Bill. I know you've been trying to. He's been. Got to be. Some, you got to be Sean. Got to be Sean first. Be Sean first, and then just worry about beating Bill, and then I'll start taking you guys seriously about the playoffs. Time out three weeks. Well, okay. we'll take it. We'll, we'll take, take it. it. All right, guys. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. Got three fifty, uh, almost uh, four hundred at one point, but definitely appreciate you all. You guys listening, coming on, uh, enjoying the show. Uh, Raiders are one three in a row. Um, you know, we don't have to talk about draft anymore um, for at least for a little bit. I don't know what the draft position is, but uh, we're, we're not looking in, good. We're in the hunt. We're in the hunt, guys. We're in the hunt. We made the in the hunt right. profile, the in the hunt design or whatever that comes on a TV show. We've made it. We're back. So um, we'll see how this goes with the playoffs or, or I mean, if the team was to, you know, I knew they were going to get to eight, man. I knew they were getting to eight wins. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it all year. They're going to find a way <laughs> to, to get to at least eight. I knew it. Yeah. God, I knew it. I mean, right. <laughs> I knew it. it. I was that like, prediction gets stronger. They're going to find a way. And then they're going to get us excited for next year. I knew this was going to happen. They're, they're going to start off two and seven like they did. And then we're gonna oh we hate this team and then they get us get us excited for next year the next year they're gonna put it together this is gonna happen yeah, I, I I'm I'm sick of next year I'm sick I of me next too year. but I don't know what you're gonna do we have a lot of buzz then we we trade for T Higgins and then we're good then we're right good. all right uh, <laughs> all right guys we're out of here appreciate you guys listening see ya peace there you go.